Ba-dum, 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 ba-ba-da-boom, ba-dum. Well, blessings to you today. We welcome you to our daily podcast. Pastor Tim Carskatton here, Christian Centers Report. Louisiana, so glad you're with us. We're going to give a prophetic update, just kind of do a roundup of what God has been saying, where we are, and where are we going. Okay, get your heart ready. Prepare for what the Lord has for us in the days ahead. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Oh, I so downcast, oh my soul, put your hope in God and bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, oh I so downcast, oh my soul, put your hope in God, put your hope in God, put your hope in God, tell me why so downcast, oh my soul, put your hope in God. Well, blessings to you today. It's Thursday. Happy Thursday to everyone. 17th day of November, 2022. Here I am in front of this microphone again, talking to you on this day. We're so glad to have you. It's been a great week, I pray, for you. It has been for me, very busy, but the Lord is speaking clearly. Uh, I just feel like we're in a new place, and we want to talk about that today. We want to give a prophetic update. Uh, where we are, and where do we go from here? And I think that that's critical. Revelation is wonderful. Interpretation is great. Application is nece- it's a necessity. And we have to have where do we go from here. It's one thing to have what is happening, what's going to happen, but what do we do? Those practical steps that the Lord gives us to do. And I want you to be encouraged today. I was reading... And, and I know this was a natural thing in the book of Matthew and the blind men, you know, they, they heard Jesus was coming by and they said, uh, son of David, they cried, they cried out to him, you know, in that moment. And, you know, he asked him, what do you want? And they said, we, we want our eyes open. And it said, Jesus had compassion on them. And I think, and, and uh, I know that's a natural story because they were blind, physically blind, but it says he was moved with compassion. Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they regained their sight and followed him. And I felt that was also a prophetic word for us is that we have been, you know, in a season, it's been so dark, it's been hard to see. And we must pray that prayer, son of David cry out to have mercy on us. And what the Lord said to me, that cry will move his heart. And they said, we want our eyes to be open. And I'm asking God to open our spiritual eyes right now to see what is happening and where do we go from here? And all week we've been trying to lay that out for you uh, through that dream that I had of moving into the true prophetic, and I believe that's a word of the Lord for us right now of where we are. Just a a quick update from yesterday, prophetic. I I gave the warning about what happened in Poland, potential uh, Russian missile that went there. It looks like that has been diffused at the time of this recording, uh, and it may have been an accident from uh, the Ukrainian air defenses. We'll see. You don't know what's really going on behind the scenes, but it does appear 
that is being diffused. So I think our prayers availed much then, and we prayed about that. And then another physical update for those of you who've been watching the American political scene with our midterms, uh, it appears the Republicans are going to hold the, the House, which for us was huge because that way the victory that we had concerning uh, overthrowing uh, Roe versus Wade, our abortion laws, and banning abortion in most of the country. It, had the Democrats held on to that House, they probably would have passed some legislation that would have what we call codified it, which meant they would have made abortion legal all the way across our country again through legislative action. And now that appears to be doomed. Thank you, Jesus. And so your prayers have availed much there. It's not that I cared that the Republicans won. It's that we didn't want to lose the ground that we had gained. And I want to say that to you when you're warring prophetically and apostolically and intercessory-wise. You know, victories are wonderful, but you must maintain the victory. So my prayer for that election was more so that we'd be able to maintain what had happened. Because if you remember watching America's prophetic, uh, there was much prophetic. Lou Ingalls shared many times that God showed him that uh, through dreams and other things that President Trump, when he was in office, would replace three uh, Supreme Court justices, which we did. And those justices is the key to that case that allowed abortion to be banned and the Roe versus Wade case to be thrown out and a new standard put in our country. So that came to pass. So God put a president in office and made sure that he appointed the proper people so that we could overthrow death in our country. And the death party, uh, we call them the Democrat party, uh, which is the death party because they invoke that abortion spirit uh, in their doctrine and in their actually written documents. So that has been at least thwarted for this season. And so we're moving forward in this hour. And I shared Sunday with my congregation, and I shared a little bit on this podcast this week, uh, the Lord has spoken to me clearly as to why the enemy has been having the case of winning so many victories and gaining so much territory against us. And, and I quoted out of Judges 2 and 3 that the Lord I mean, it's just like it down in my spirit, man. He said, I've allowed this so the next generation would learn to war. So that generation is 35 and under, at least. That's what the Lord showed me. I've uh, shown others uh, similar things. And so we're activating that. We're going to endure. We're going to reign with him. And one of the ways we're going to do it is with the next generation. And Sunday, when we called up all the 35 and unders, it was wonderful. We had so many of them there, but then I asked the next generation above them to come and partner, and our, our altars were just packed of pouring into that next generation, that they would be raised up in this hour to be that voice. So where are we right now is a, is a transition moment. It appears that the enemy is gaining territory all across the globe against the kingdom of God, mainly attacking through the political arena, but attacking also within the ecclesia and so forth. And God is raising up another generation. And I want you to understand this because I'm working with some of these kids. 
I call them kids now. <laughs> I was once them uh, not long ago, but uh, they are engaged. They are not intimidated by the culture because they've grown up in the culture. They understand the the garbage and all that's been thrown at them. And these are stalwart uh, young people that, one, have compassion for their generation, but then also have the fight inside of them of taking back territory, the willingness to be get educated in the spirit and educated even in the natural to begin to debate and uh, properly argue with uh, the demonic forces that have positions of authority, whether it be a professor at a university or a politician. Um, and, and I want to say this, the, the ecclesia, the young ecclesia, is much more equipped than the enemy's uh, army. They are basically do not know how to think uh, critically. They just repeat and parrot what the media says and what they're their professors say, not even questioning the foundation of where those thoughts come from. So this is exciting for us in, in this moment. And then he showed me clearly that what is coming is a Josiah generation and a Josiah company of people rising up. And who is Josiah? You know, when we read in Kings, you know, he's the last king before the fail, another failure in Israel. But uh, this young boy, he's eight years old, he gets prophesied to that he's going to be the king and gets told he's going to be the king, and then eight years later walks in it. So eight, a fullness of time word uh, that is God is going to raise up a generation, and he tore down the altars all across the land. So I want you to catch this. Where are we headed? We're headed to a generation that is going to tear down these structures that the enemy has built through my generation and younger, uh, a little bit younger than me, who've built these structures. And now there's another generation coming that's going to take it out. And it'll be a, a mass cleansing, mass cleansing that's going to come from this generation. And, you know, was it going to be 20 years, 30 years? 40? No, I'm telling you, I'm seeing five, five years, three, five years, 10 years, uh, you know, of, of just a major movement. One thing we've learned as we've studied the move of God around the earth, we are seeing this even in the what we call the 1040 window and other places where the, the young people have fallen in love with Jesus and they're now starting to get old enough to start taking positions of authority within governments and within the church and within businesses. And there's a, there's a foundational ground movement, a grassroots movement, we call it, that is going to transform nations. And we're starting to see this in other countries and it's, it's slow and it's gradual, but it fulfills the Exodus 23 mandate, which is little by little, you take the land, lest the beast overtake you. Uh, you must understand when you, when you take territory way too fast, uh, you don't have the capacity to uh, maintain the land. And so God is brilliant in his little by little ideology or theology, I should say, of how to do that. And we are in that moment right now. Those of my age, older and, you know, a little bit younger than me, I won't tell you how old I am. That's none of your business. I don't mind telling you. I'm old. All right. So that my group, uh, we're going to have to be patient 
and we're going to have to endure and we're going to have to even go through some suffering and some hardship. But we are in a marathon and this is a long-term battle and we are going to win. We also know prophetically we're, we're headed into a, another level of financial decline in the world. And I've given you that warning a couple of weeks ago. The Lord showed me 10 times worse than what it has been before it gets better. And I want to prophesy that it's going to get better, but before then it's going to get worse. And then uh, to me, it was even confirmed in the natural. It was, I think, uh, yesterday, the day before, the owner of uh, Amazon, probably, I think, if not the richest man in the world, close to it, he has warned people to not make large purchases of large ticket items. You know, we're talking about big ticket items where you're going to throw thousands of, of dollars at uh, because he said it's about to get worse. And this is a guy that has his pulse on the economy because he's watching his business. The largest company probably in the world, he's watching it convulse right before his very eyes. So he recognizes this and it's a time that God wants to bless the kingdom. And we are in a moment where we headed also is for the body of Messiah, Ecclesia to be the head and not the tail to be blessed going in and blessed going out prospering when nobody else will prosper. That's what the Lord has spoken to me and shown me. That's where I shared that dream a couple weeks ago that uh, we are not going to see our, our economy fade. Look, we don't trade in the earthly realm all the time. We trade also in the heavenly realm and the, the, the streets of gold and, and everything that God owns. It's, it's always prospering. If he had a stock market, we'd have to say it's always up. It's never down. It's always increasing. As he says, his government forever is increasing. So this is kind of where we are right now and where we're going. We are moving into the awakening. We're seeing the generation below us, the, the, the younger generation rising up, being taught how to war. And for us, our generation, we must teach them. We must equip them, but we also must be open to the understanding that they understand the culture better than we do. We're coming from a different perspective, and they do understand their peers better than we do. And we need to trust them that they have wisdom on how to speak into them. We just need to build them up and encourage them and tell them that they can do it. God is going to use them to do it, and they're going to do mighty exploits for the Lord in this season. So I just wanted to give you an update today. I hope that helps us all, helps me uh, stay focused, because now when I see negative news, I, I, I'm telling you, since I got this revelation, it just doesn't even phase me because I see what God's doing behind the scenes. And let me pray that for you, that you have that peace as well. Father, I thank you for these warriors that are fighting with us on this, this ministry and with this ministry and the ministries that they're engaged with, wherever they live, whatever nation they're in, whatever city they're in, whatever country they're in. Lord, I pray right now that they too would be encouraged that where we are and where we're going is in a good place, that God has plans for us to prosper and to do well, that our nations have an opportunity for this great awakening that's coming. That is my passion, Lord, that's your passion. Awaken us to that truth what and strengthen the intercessors God. and the warriors to stay on the wall and continue the fight. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Right, come back tomorrow, Shabbat Shalom. Blessings to each and every one of you. Again, thanks for listening on this app, whether it be Podbean, Apple, Spotify, however you have found us. Again, 
We are on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble as well as our app. We keep getting censored by YouTube, so always, if you lose us on YouTube, go find us on one of those apps, as well as our website, ChristianCentersReport.com. Again, check out all we're putting on our app, and you can sew there. You can read the Bible with us. We so love you. All right, come back tomorrow. Love you. Bye.